Here we go. Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag, because we, we're semi-qualified to speak on it. <laughs> I'm Juicebox. And I'm mwah, Cynthia Kiss. And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. And we are back. And if you are a Patreon user, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get to see us in all of our glory. We got into drag for you. We got Crazy people. You. Crazy what love can do. What's love got to do? Got, got to, to do, do with it. Got to do you with look it. gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. You look beautiful too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, your mic keeps cutting out when you get really close to it or loud. Oh, too loud? It's like just shut getting the fuck up. Yeah, it, it completely shuts out. So just giving you the heads up. It's uh, going. It's going, sh- it's going. Cynthia, shut the fuck up. Shush, shush, uh, <laughs> shush, 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 shush. But we just finished a live stream with the Sonar Network. We did all advice uh, that I thought was quite good, but apparently was a little weird. Yeah. When we got off the live stream, the kind of MC of the of the flow of it, she was saying some great advice and some weird advice. And I was like, I don't think we were weird. I don't think we were weird at all. I think we gave lovely advice. But at the same time, I kind of like being weird. Like I don't mind being weird. Well, I mean, we we are two grown men that wear dresses and wigs for a job. It's a little weird. Hundred percent. Right behind you is a doll you spent hundreds of dollars on. Like we're a little hundreds of dollars on. Yes, I have I this I have my Trixie Mattel doll that cost me way too much money. Uh and also a uh Dalmatian pup mask that I think was almost seven hundred dollars that I never wear and sits on my thing. So yeah, we're a little weird. (laughs) Yeah, you never wear that pup mask. No, it's for an act where I do a strip tease as Corella Deville but one, the costume doesn't fit anymore because I have I have gained some voluptuous weight. Because you got a BBL, and, just because I got a BBL, I got a BBL. I'm, I'm just like SZA. It's cuffing season. I got a BBL, and um, <laughs> that was very topical. Uh, and um, yeah, it doesn't fit anymore. And then that would always go on a male volunteer who would help me on the act. And so now that I don't do the act anymore, it just sits there. I mean, it's beautiful, but it just sits there. It's cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can wear it one day. Oh, I'm down for that. You know, that's so me. Pup masks. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but Cynthia, you're good, though. I know yeah. we just caught up, but we haven't caught up for these besties. Yeah, no, we're good. Um, Oh, my God. You're going to die. Tell at me. The project, this, the top secret project I'm working on right now. How mm-hmm. beautiful I look in it. Oh, you did not tell me how beautiful you look. Girl, some of the shots, like it's Cynthia says, it's, it's beyond like, it's going to be, I'm so excited. Like my body, the next, like the next day was so sore from how like much I was flexing and like working on, like on my posture and just making sure I was like turning to the camera and, and doing everything right. Like I'm giving you my all in this project. You're getting, you're getting it all. It's going to be, it's going to be good. I'm Cynthia, so Cynthia's going to watch this over and be like, maybe I am trans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after this, you're gonna, yeah. yeah, she'll Honestly. be like, oh God, I'm quite pretty. <laughs> so I love the transformation of drag. The I love getting into it and just feeling like I just felt so beautiful on set. It was, it was great. I was when actually you, sitting when with you impress, a... When you impress geometric, you know, like, you're looking... Oh! See that scene? Oh, okay. See? It's, it's like when she almost Gia. gets a little jealous. Not jealous, because, like, she looked great in her scenes, too, but it's almost like, oh, and then I know I've done something. That's when you know really, <laughs> That's when you really... You if those two girls don't know that you're the prettiest one on that set, like... Stop it! You're no. the prettiest one. You can talk about the dancing, and I will, like, I'll, I'll happily accept... But we all... You are the best dancer out of the Brat Pack. You are the best We all best have beauty. Like, we all bring I am not beauty. saying that they are ugly. I think Kendall and Gia are stunning beauties. Okay. But, Cynthia, you are pr- you're pr- very pretty. Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know that myself. Like, I live in my own body. Like, I don't know Oh, yeah, I don't no, know you're that. very pretty, Cynthia. You're very pretty. Oh, thank you. You're very you. pretty. And you have the longest hair. Ah, <laughs> 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 take that, Kendall. Uh everybody knows that one when kendall kendall was very upset that your hair wasn't as your hair was longer than hers yeah the human hair complex she literally could not handle it she's like when did it happen that everyone else has these like 
30 inch human like wigs on and she hers was like <laughs> hers was maybe like 28 inches and she was like literally going through it i thought she was gonna have a meltdown i'm gonna buy a 40 inch hair one day and just stand next to her and watch her just crumble <laughs> that would be the cutest <laughs> on you it would like hit the floor it, it would hit the floor 40 inches would fully hit the floor but it would still i would i would wear it and then take it off and give it to her like this was a fun bit but you can have it, <laughs> yeah, uh, have it. you were on, on a <laughs> versus <laughs> yeah you're more famous than i am you could have it oh um <laughs> i'm feeling that right now <laughs> oh my god but speaking of versus the world we're gonna get to our episode four of canada's drag race canada versus the world Mm-hmm. Um, and, vi- oh, uh, uh, and Anita has just left. She's gone with a big smile and a big mouth. Um, finished, gone, out of the way. Victoria also picked her. Were you expecting that? I love the, uh, the lipstick reveal afterwards. It's like, did you, were you thinking the same thing? And, uh, yeah, Victoria was literally like, yeah, ditto. Well, I feel like they've all been kind of feeling the same thing throughout the whole season. If we haven't gotten one where it was like, I picked you, you know? Life's um, not fair. Life's not fair. I want one of those moments. I want someone to be like, I have your name because I think you suck. Like, I want that. <laughs> Give that to me. I want that shitty, angry you're a TV. You're little bitch. <laughs> I think you're a little bitch and you should go home. And next time it's you, I have your name. Like, you, that's what I want. You took the last Mott's fruit sensation. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you. That would and be fully you. You're going home. You're going home. I like They're them. mine. Those are my Mattsford stations. Uh, Christy um, Davidson, uh, a queen in Nova Scotia, actually messaged me when she was having a Mattsford station and she thought of me. Oh, that's very sweet. A Mattsford station. I'm going to think of you every time I have a Mattsford station. They're quite um, good. I, I always get them before I go on the plane. Honey. Honey. They're Mama. sweet. They're chewy. What more can you need? Honey. <laughs> But let's keep diving in. Yes. Yeah, Victoria picked Anita because I just felt like it was her her time to go. And yeah. then Isis is still plucked that she didn't even make it into the top from the ball last week. I think she's I, really shook from this. I mean, as she should. Like she should have been in the top, right? Not to take anything away from Cynthia and Victoria because Victoria did sit, defend herself. To Victoria was like, I was incredible. You said my name. <laughs> Did I say Cynthia? You said Cynthia and Victoria. I'm manifesting. Um, oh my god, I got excited. I was like, wait, was I back on TV? <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Um, Silky and Victoria. Not to take it from Silky and Victoria. But Victoria did defend herself. She just say like, no, 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 diva. I deserve to be there. But Silky just sat back and was just like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, unbothered. She's like, you're clearly not talking about me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. Like, I've been there before where, like, you try your hardest and it's just not necessarily what the judges are looking for. And you can't get in your head about that. Like, you have to, you have to just keep going. Like, if I, like, the Rusical was episode two, I realistically, I thought I did okay, but it was Mm -hmm. one of those things that I just had to have faith in myself as a performer and just kept, kept thinking, the audience is going to watch what I did. The audience is going to get it. The audience is going to get it. And it's been one of the things when I meet someone, it's one of the first things I always talk about is that performance. And so... Sometimes the audience kind of writes that wrong. So I'm sure Isis is getting a ton of love. And we're going to dive into what happens with her in the episode a little deeper, deeper in the app, because I'm sure you want to know our Canadian thoughts on that. (laughs) And I feel like sometimes it's better to be robbed than to almost get get what you deserved. Sometimes, you know, long run. It can be like, okay. I can't believe they didn't crown Isis. Mm-hmm. Like Starzy not winning episode one in season one with her coat, right? Yeah. That's done wonders for her because mm-hmm. people want to see her. People want to tell her those things. So it gets her work. It gets her moving, you know? So sometimes it's better to almost be a little robbed. Um, but speaking of robbed, um, someone robbed Bradley of the rest of his pants. <laughs> and he walks in with this, these tiny little shorts and a suit jacket and these skinny little legs. He's got these skinny little legs. It looks like Bradley skipped leg day. Um, <laughs> he, it's giving, it's so it's giving something. It's, 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 it's airing on Derpy for me. <laughs> I think it was, a, it's definitely a choice. Um, definitely, definitely a choice. But I think he looks cute. I don't like it. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it looks bad. I just wanted someone to agree. Yeah. I, I wrote down, I was like, what's going on with the outfit? Like, I feel like it's so hard with menswear sometimes to, like, keep it fresh, keep it fun. But, like, I feel like lately there are so many talented designers out there. Um, and maybe it's because they shot it in the summer. He was feeling, like, summery with a short. It just reads funny right now because it's winter. So it's like, why are you, why are you in a nylon short? <laughs> what's also, like, the shorts are, like, they almost look too big. And therefore, his legs looked quite small. They look quite small. I'm sure Bradley has wonderful, luscious, beautiful legs. But the, the short felt so big that we're really diving in on this suit. But it's <laughs> silly. <laughs> what else is there to talk about? No, the mini, the, mini, the mini this week was really cute. It was clearly um, a spoof on cameo requests like many queens from the show oh, get. Fully. And they called them queenie vids. So the no. challenge was to get little uh yeah little requests little synopsises to like kind of do video messages now with cameos i know i've closed my cameo because i don't like how much cameo takes so oh. i've closed it because i don't find it to be worth it for the amount of cameos i was getting for the amount of times i was in drag for me it wasn't worth it i was like right. i was like if i miss it it's gone i'm not getting into drag for this is silly and cameo takes almost like it almost feels like 50 percent sometimes so it's just like i'm not getting anything sq you know? cuties if you ever buy a, a cameo for me please do it on a computer not your phone because oh. if it's on your cell phone, Apple gets a cut. If it's on a computer, Apple doesn't take a cut. And then that goes straight into um, the queen's wallet. So even if it's not me, try to do try to do them on the computer. Yeah, it's the worst. And it's like, also Cameo, it should be coming out of Cameo's cut for Apple, not ours. Like truly. truly. Like Cameo, sorry, you need to take a cut on this because you have massive celebrities on this platform. So mm -hmm. some of us would love our money, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyways, I digress. But um, can you tell me, because mm -hmm. this is what I was trying to get at, do you have a little script that you always start with with your cameos? No, you know me. I'm just like, I am unhinged. I like read, mm. I read the synopsis if it's like a birthday. Actually, yeah, when it's a birthday, I ask them rhetorical questions they can't answer. It's like, well, what are we doing for your birthday? And then I know they're not going to respond because it's a cameo. And so then mm. I suggest things I think they should do. If it's someone who gets cameos a lot, I try to be funny and yep. silly at the beginning. Like I'll tap the comp I'll tap the screen, or I'll like shake it, or I'll like stop with, or just start with a very long awkward stare. Mm -hmm. But if it's a new person, I always start with, "Hi, uh, let's just say, let's just say, um, Dana. Hi, Dana. This is Juicebox from Canada's Drag Race season one, and I am here too. And then I go into it. So that's kind of how I start it. Yeah." But if it's someone who always gets it, I make like, I try to have fun with it. I try mm -hmm. to be silly. And sometimes I like try to be like all stealth. Like I'm not reading the text that's on my screen. Oh, no, I'm reading it. I know. Like I'm sometimes I, it. I just try to be too chill about it and be like, we actually met in um, uh, 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 Nova Scotia. Oh my God. I remember. <laughs> I was gonna say you look familiar. You look so familiar. Or I um, what is that, what is that one thing that you do? Um, I try to make them at least two minutes too. If it's oh. if it's only one minute, I I was like, no, I fucked up. I, yeah. I try to push it to the two minute mark. Yeah, yes. You know? I made it. I made a cameo the other day. That was so unhinged that I saved it because I think it's it's a TikTok. Like there was something about my mind that day where I was like bouncing around ideas like i know i can be a little scatterbrained at the best of times mm -hmm. when the camera's on but this was like on another level like i barely was finishing a sentence and my brain my undiagnosed adhd would just like blurt into like you should cocktails. really look into the the adhd thing like i feel like it might be a thing i think i did it was just glazed over my whole life and i've just been like suffering and i'm just like <laughs> i don't know i don't know what's wrong with me i don't know but then you'll have to get medicated and then we'll lose you know you'll lose that sparkle that's cynthia's sparkle that's cynthia's sparkle is that a squirrel uh, <laughs> sorry you cut out you cut was out. that a squirrel <laughs> was that a squirrel goodbye um okay so let's get right on to do you want to talk about the mini challenge like how they did or should we just move right into the maxi well raja was hilarious i really did like she her. was quite funny when she was like you sneaky fucking bitch <laughs> yeah i liked um i really want a cameo from uh what's her name victoria just yes. i just like the way she talks you know she could read I the telephone 
Oh, I love the way. And even when she was talking, like when she was mad at the lesbian, I was like, oh, yell at me, mom. Yell at me. No, truly. Were those mom. tarot cards in your hand? Yeah, I, I need a fidget sometimes and my normal fidget is gone. So I was I was shuffling cards. I liked it. I was going to be like, what's in the cards? Who should be your Do you want to? I already shuffled. I already shuffled. I could pull a card for you. Do it. Here, here, let's let's do you have a question or should we just pick a, a general card? Just general. I want the cards to tell me. Okay. You got the magician reversed. Work. I have to look it up. Two hours later. <laughs> uh, okay. If the magician appears reversed, he calls your attention to thoughts that feel out of control. The magician teaches as above, so below, meaning that your inner beliefs about yourself shape the reality you are experiencing. The reality that you see in front of you can be changed, but you have to take ownership of your thoughts and beliefs about yourself. The magician upright or reverse is a message from your higher self. The message that you can change what you are experiencing by altering how you think about your current circumstances and your power over them. So maybe I should go on ADHD medication. <laughs> <laughs> what we're getting at is the ADHD medication needs to be high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pop the Ritalin. <laughs> oh, fun. So the maxi challenge this week is a comedy routine, which I am always dreading because I find them to be so cringy. Um, but I think we've got a great group of girls. So I think this one was actually quite good. Um, and our guest this week is Gary Janetti, who is Bradley's husband. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know wrote Will and Grace. Yes. He was one I of the writers. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Will and Grace was one of my favorite shows growing up. I had, I used to watch, me and Mr. Box used to watch an episode before bed every night for like seven years. Oh, that's so cute. I love I that love show. I love that show. It's so good. Jack so on that show and Karen. Oh, Karen's the whole reason for my name. Did you know that? Honey, honey. What's all this? <laughs> what's this? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, definitely dated. Did not age well, but a lovely, funny show. But that's the thing. It like it moved the needle. I think Michelle Obama once said that if it weren't for Will and Grace and Ellen DeGeneres, those two programs, you kind of like destigmatized like queer culture. Um, mm -hmm. There is a huge power in media when it gets like we've seen with Drag Race as far as like not knowing something about a cohort of people and then like TV can just like kind of can turn people around and Will and Grace was a huge example of that in the noughties mm. in the 2000s. In the noughties? It's like a slang for the 2000s. Oh is that what they're called? Like the 90s then the noughties yeah I think it's a bit British. Oh it's in the noughties. The noughties. I thought you were trying to say 90s and you fucked up. Um <laughs> no <laughs> You fucked up by not knowing. You, f you fucked up, babe. That was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny doing this in drag. It feels weird. It feels like I'm constantly looking at myself uh, to make sure I that I look it. I knew it. I knew it. I keep looking great. at myself to be like, you look great. Thank you. <laughs> Patreon users, you can see how fucking pretty we look. Um, so, so because Raja did so good in the mini challenge, she was actually awarded the win and that gave her the opportunity to create the order of the night, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I think can be a double-edged sword, but as we see later in the episode. But at the same time, it's like, I, I just think it's, it's a powerful thing. Do you think people would actually be that mad at Raja for like picking the wrong order? It's more like you can be strategic for the first time in the season. Like, I feel like no one's playing like, nasty yet so i kind of get excited i mean i think she played a little nasty yes she did yeah victoria, like she did. victoria yeah. did speak up and request to go last and raja just went nope <laughs> <laughs> mm, no no <laughs> no and it was so funny everyone said they wanted first and then she decides to put silky last mm -hmm. when victoria was the only one who said she wanted to go last and even silky was like all right. Like, I yeah. was just like, what is this? What is the reason for this? You know, but it's like Cheddar Gorgeous on um, the last UK season. Cheddar was the only person to request their order and things. And then it was ignored. So I don't know what the strategy is here. Maybe you just don't say anything because they're going to. Would you give someone their request if they had asked for something? I'd say, listen up and listen well. I want to open this bad boy. Oh, you would want to open. Probably because the stakes are lower. But at the same time, I'd be like... I would take what I could get. Be amazing. I would want to go middle of the pack. Mm. Middle of the pack, or you're right, I would want to open. 
right? Because then I could be better at opening because then that would be like a regular like drag show. Yeah. And you can kind of like fall onto things, you know, you can fall onto all of those, those, you know, stuff that you would normally say to open Mm -hmm. things up. It's a lot easier rather when you're in the middle, you're kind of just like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) All the cheap applause are done. You can only say so many times, like round of applause for everyone doing their best. And they're just like, like we've clapped all day for everyone my, just doing their best. Get to my a hands joke. hurt. <laughs> Shout out to all of the Canadian uh, Canada's Drag Race production team in that audience for the comedy show. Oh my god, Tomas front and center, looking very handsome. Front and center, but I jumped front ahead because we were talking about the order. You jumped things. way ahead. Yes, you jumped Same. way way ahead. Um, so we get the order of everything. I don't necessarily remember what it is, but we do know that Raja is opening and Silky is closing and that Victoria was ignored. Um, but we can, I think we can just jump. Oh no, we can't jump right to it. We have to jump to the, the huge moment of the episode. Isis. It's a new day in the workroom. The Queens are starting to do their paint and Isis is a little off. Silky is munch munch crunch crunch let's chat for lunch and ice is just like no i don't want to talk right now like i genuinely don't want to talk and she kind of barks back and at first we think it's just kind of like okay she's in her feels Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she kind of is just admitting she doesn't want to be there anymore well i mean if you think about it like if you really think about the timing Mm -hmm. isis had her season which was season two your season yes yeah Sorry, yes. they blend together. It all starts to blend. Um, so she did your season. Yep. Immediately goes on a bunch of tours, does yes. all of this work as a as a winner. Falls right into yep. a ton of work, then gets the call, and goes right back onto the show. So yep. she never had downtime. She yep. never had any time to sit and even be with herself, be yep. with family, be with be with her winnings. Like she has been. To start a podcast. She 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 had no time to start a podcast. No. None. She's fully qualified. She's fully qualified. She did start a YouTube channel with Kamara, but they got one episode because she was too busy. Um, so, I mean, she kind of went right into things, and I think she finally hit that wall. Yeah. You know? And it's it sucks that she hit the wall in, in the midst of it. It's almost like you wish, because she was doing so well, and she was so entertaining that she hit the wall right after that crown. But, you know, she hit it right in the middle, and it fucking sucks. But... What can you do? Hot take. Okay. She just last week didn't top place. Like, she didn't uh, place in the top for the ball. Did that start to play? Did that start to play in her psyche? Do you think that started to kind of wear things down? Where she she kind of got a little saboteur-y? Is what you're thinking? I'm curious because it's like, up until then, like, she was... She was killing it. Like, she won the Snatch Game, like, the Snatch Game Summit. She, mm-hmm. like, the runway still getting praise. Like, she kind of came in and actually debunked all my worries about her being there as a, a winner. Like, it really yeah. felt like she was killing it. And this was that first, that first kind of um, moment where she didn't perhaps get the same jelly bean in the jar as she's perhaps used to. Well, I mean, maybe maybe it's, like, a mix of both, where it's just, like, because she didn't get the jelly bean in the jar, she kind of had that moment to be with her thoughts mm-hmm. and to kind of really think about things and to really stop for a moment. And then I think that's maybe when she realized like, I need to stop, you know, yeah. I think it's, I think I'm, I'm pushing myself a little too far. So I think that may be kind of what's happening there where she just kind of started to, to realize like, okay, I've pushed myself too far. It's yeah. after I've hit my breaking point. So I think it might be a mix of both. I don't think that it's as superficial as her just being like, I'm not doing well, so I'm leaving. I think it may be that she's now, because she didn't do well, she maybe had that moment to be like, right. oh, it's time. And I honestly, I kind of was, this was my fear about her going back into it so soon. Like when I, when I found out the cast, it was like, oh, wild. Like this is, this is so much pressure i i was kind of shocked she was so game to go back in so in some ways it's like okay there is like you know like we all are just like humans underneath these grand costumes this fabulous makeup all of the filler everything like we're just raw 
humans like underneath all of this right I, I even mentioned that because you you use it as a bit of a costume right like a bit of a shield all that filler all that filler <laughs> all of it all of it I mean all of it and <laughs> it's like so in some ways it's it's just it's just a human being a human right you can't you can't yeah. now she's getting a lot of hate online because of it where a lot of queens are coming to her defense Right. And I think it's that double edged sword with um, Drag Race fans where they can be super dedicated, but then they can also be extremely malicious because I feel like a lot of them are like, I can't believe she's because she said she spent $70,000 on Drag Race. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, she spent all that just to quit. Right. Or she did all of that just to leave early when she could have won. And it's just like mental health is a thing, babe. Like if if I didn't if I stayed on my season, who knows if I would have stayed on my own accord. Who knows if I would have been like, I can't do this. I'm leaving. You know? Because I was fucked in the head. Juice box out. <laughs> Juice box is out, bro. So it's yeah. just like, and we've seen it with Baby. Baby was just like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm out of here. You know? So I think it's becoming a little bit more normalized that that sometimes your mental well-being and your safety is worth more than a $100,000 check. Or another episode or showing your pretty dress on stage. I think who you live with for the rest of your life should always take priority than a TV show. Yeah. I did feel for her. She really, mm -hmm. in that moment, like when she was saying she was done trying, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's just so my heart broke. Cause she's, she's been doing drag for a long time. Like before the show, she's 45 like, years. She's yeah. been doing drag for 47 years. And it's she's been since the dawn of time. Yeah. And, but in all, in all realness, it's been like over a decade and like, yeah. she's so creative that like, you know, I, I feel like at a certain point you do have to take a knee. And I think this be a lesson to everyone out there where it's just like, it's okay to stop something when it's not, when you're not feeling good about it. Like, I know there's a lot of stigma around quote unquote quitting, but mm -hmm. I actually think when people stand up for themselves they find their boundaries. Like that's a, that's a healthy thing. That's a positive thing. So yes. yes, she's getting some hate right now, but like, I'm glad she knew her limit and, mm -hmm. and stuck up for herself. She defended ISIS for ISIS in that moment. So yes, I know I was saying like, perhaps it was last week's critiques. Who gives a flying fuck this current moment on set? She's not doing okay. So she needs to yeah. like, she needs to bounce. She's got to go and she's out and she leaves and it's sad, but it's it's nice that all the other girls are as distraught as she is. Like, Victoria is physically, like, like unable to go on. Like, she's so upset. Well, it was so it's nice to kind of see. She didn't really say goodbye to everybody. Like, she kind of petered off. And then it was like, wait, is she gone? And then they were like, yeah, like, gone, gone. <laughs> gone, gone. She's not saying bye. Like, not she's gone out. to the bathroom, but like, gone, 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 yeah. gone. Did you notice they did a little prayer circle after Kind of. Yeah, like, they definitely had a moment together where, like, it was almost, like, mourning a loss. Yeah. For me, it felt a little churchy, and I was like, The religious <laughs> trauma in me would have been like, I'm okay, like, I'm fine. Cal, Juice, just, I'll have my moment over here. Rosary. Hold the rosary. <laughs> Juice, say thank you to our Lord and Savior. I'd yeah. be like, Ugh. It's um, time for confession. <laughs> it's time for confession, and we need to thank the Lord. For all the gifts that we have been given, even though Miss Isis has left, you still have to thank him. I would be like, yeah. but, <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, but they kept getting it together. They're like, we've got a comedy show to do. And they, they go to that runway and they do the comedy show. But before we get there, should we stop and take a break? I think we should. We'll be right back, cuties. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. 
we have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com SQQ. That's betterhelp.com SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Oh, and we're that back. That was lovely. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we hit that main stage for our comedy show. Mm-hmm. We start the night off with no one other than Raja O'Hara. How do you feel that she did? I she did good. She was funny. She was a great opener. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like, you know, the best one out of the bunch, but I think a perfect person to start the show. So she was yeah. good. Yeah. I, uh, I just felt like it didn't have a ton of like actual... Like jokes hook line sinker like it was very just like how you doing how you doing feeling good i'm feeling good too and it's just yeah. it was like where are we gonna get to but at the same time joke writing is is tricky well i feel like there was maybe two jokes and the rest of it was just like asking everybody how they were and it, I, well i thought it was a great way to start a show this is where i feel like i would land not Open a lot it. of jokes, but a wonderful way to open the show. And then I would end up in the bottom because they'd be like, you didn't really give us jokes, but you were very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would talk about your ass. Oh, the whole time. And then whole maybe CrossFit. No, 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 no. Gaming? But I would talk, I would talk about my ass. Um, no, I would probably talk about like burping, farting, and um, that I am on my best day a frat boy in a dress. On my best day. I'd probably talk about something like that. You know what I would probably do, honest to God, before I left? I would get, I would pay somebody like $350 for a book of jokes and I would use those. That is probably one of the most sound advice you've given on this podcast ever. There is queens out there who literally do that. And they, they posted on Twitter. They were like, I will write your jokes for you. I Mm -hmm. am funny Mm -hmm. and you can bring them and use those jokes. And I would use the fuck out of those jokes. I would buy a bunch of jokes. I would have a big book of them Mm -hmm. and I would sit there and I would try and fit those little jokes in and I would deliver them like no other. (laughs) No, exactly. It's like putting on a styled wig. Like there are talented people out there that style wigs and I get to wear it just like a joke. You get to wear it. Like there are people Mm -hmm. that can help. And so for any future queenies out there going on the into the Thunderdome, yeah. get some get some jokes written for you. And if I am ever on Drag Race ever again and I win a comedy challenge, I'm gonna say thank you to whatever queen wrote me those jokes loudly from the rooftops. I'll be like, Y'all, thank you so much, but I didn't win that challenge by myself. Thank you to this person. Yes, yeah. Peaches <laughs> Christ. Thank Peaches you. Peaches Christ, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that's who you think. Uh, that's who you think. Yeah. Uh, funny. So Raja, she did okay. And yeah. then next, next we had Vanity Milan. How do we thought? How do we think our second two slot went? I was so disappointed with Vanity because I really did enjoy Vanity's jokes in the practice round. I thought they were quite funny, and I thought yeah. she was quite quippy. But it's almost like she she was pausing too much. It was like she was forgetting. Yes, she did have to look down at the notes for too many seconds, where it got just a little awkward. Yeah. And you have to remember, she was. She was kind of shit talking Canada in a Canadian room, so you have and you got to be really funny for that. You have to be so funny if you're doing that. Like otherwise, yeah. it's just like you're gross and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and you suck. You suck and you're stupid. <laughs> like, it doesn't. You have to. There has to be a joke in there, and we get it. Like, come on. Canada versus the UK. It's no fucking contest. Of course, you guys are cooler. You have nicer accents. You're more fashionable. Like, these are things we know. We don't walk around in Canada thinking like we're Wow, we are fashionable. I walk around in track pants any chance I can. (laughs) It's not that we're not fashionable, but if you're going to compare me to a, a place that's birthed Alexander McQueen, you know, Naomi Campbell, like, they're like people, Vivian Westwood. This is, there is a heritage of like a line of I don't know, just like yeah. chicness in UK culture. And for Vanity to kind of rub it in, it's like, I felt like there could have been a better angle that um, would have been less obvious, but she didn't take see, it. See, I thought uh, while it was low hanging fruit jokes, I thought they were funny at the beginning. But then when she did them again, it was, the delivery wasn't there, you know? So Because she, she got flustered. She did get flustered. She got flustered. I feel like if she delivered them better, it would have been funny because when she did the like, ba 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 you have Jimbo. I was just like, oh, haha, funny. But she was yes. she was too slow on them. She needed to be faster on yeah. the delivery. But yeah, she needed a little I more pep in her step. 
next we have Rita, Rita Baga. And I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Oh, I thought it was very good. Yeah. I thought it was great. I laughed. Yeah. Not fully laughed. I chortled. I did a hoo hoo hoo. Chort, yeah, I smiled. Chort, chort, chort. But I loved the like, I loved the like deep French. I loved the like overtly sexual jokes at the end about like how different like English speaking people are versus French speaking people. Um, I, th- I like that she fully fell into a character and she didn't yeah. go kind of like, cause in my season, Rita was very cold, right? Yeah. She was very cold. She didn't feel a lot of emotion. You she wasn't were. very loud. Freezing. <laughs> Freezing. But she, but she was very effervescent. Can we get you some water, please? Yeah, get her some water. <laughs> yeah, get her some water. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, she'll yeah. warm up. I'm so happy you have the soundboard. Um, <laughs> But she, she was great. I really liked her. I thought she was in the top for me, personally. And she was one that took her notes, listened, and it made it better. She did do faster talking in French to confuse an audience. So therefore, that whole bit about switching over to English, it actually landed. I felt like, um, yeah, she, she listened to Gary. And that's like that's a huge point. When someone can take notes, that's that's a really impressive thing to do, especially when you can get set in your ways. It's like it almost becomes even more impressive. It's like, oh my God, you, you're you navigating your your craft. Like, you know how to pivot when someone says less, more, bigger, smaller. Like, not, not all performers can take notes really well. So I feel like this just consummates how, like, professional Rita is. Yes. I'm such a Rita fan. It's stupid. Yeah. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, she's I was good. just going to say, it's stupid. You're a Rita fan. No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm such a Rita fan, it's stupid. Stupid. And you're like, you are stupid. Next, we have Victoria Scon. How do we feel this uh, this lesbian did? The only person that I audibly laughed about with, like, I would say maybe a few comedy challenges um, on Drag Race, because, you know, jaded. I've, we have to watch so much Drag Race, it's hard to really laugh. She made me actually laugh. She made me, like, 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 caught me off guard. Like, oh my god, I can't believe she said that. It made mm. me want to go to one of her shows, you know, because yes. it was so. That joke she made about Brooklyn and fingering, oh, sent me to the moon. So funny! Holy so shit! Good. So good. She oh really, my god. she really can pull that that air of. I don't know. It's just like she's got this confidence. She knows what she's doing, and that is just so. That's fun to watch. Like, I love that. I sound like Ross Matthews right now. <laughs> You're just doing you, and that's so fun to watch. But You're just doing you, and that's You're just, just doing so fun. You. <laughs> we should get that on the soundboard. It's just, You're just doing you. You're just, just doing so you. Uh, but there is something to be said when you can you can get up there so vulnerably and just and just still rock it. She, she did a really good job. Well, and I think there's something that happens, too, with a lot of... And it's, it is a low-hanging fruit, but it's, it's a funny, smart one, especially if you do it good, is... No, they're not I feel like the jokes that she made because they were because she is a woman making jokes about women about herself were very funny yeah. but there are a lot of drag queens make those jokes and they were funny but when it's a man doing it about themselves as a woman it's kind of like oh this is misogynistic and awful but when it's delivered by a person with that lived experience it makes it even funnier Completely. so I yeah so for me it was just like oh I've heard a lot of these kind of jokes before but now that I'm hearing it from someone who knows how to deliver it and has lived this, killing me right now. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it a lot. Really well done. And mm-hmm. then last, we had Silky Nutmeg Ganache. What'd you think? I actually thought it was funny. Yeah. You didn't vibe? Uh, I preferred other people, but it, I thought it was cute. I thought it was, a, it was, for me, it wasn't a great closer. I would have preferred Victoria as the closer. Mm-hmm. you know because victoria was so funny that when it went to silky i kind of was just like oh it's really funny and i'm really enjoying it and i like the story and i and i believed it because apparently it wasn't true but i believed the story and i i thought it was I real th- as well the best part about it was when she threw the spice and brooke missed it it hit the thing shattered but it was just silent yeah like no music no one <laughs> laughed everyone just gasped and waited and then we just moved on i thought that was the funniest part because it was just like what just happened i thought it honestly i thought it was a real story i thought it was a real story yeah and until brooke finally was like that never happened like she almost seemed annoyed well the only reason i i kind of knew it wasn't real is because i know brooke doesn't know how to cook right i was like i was like why would brooke cook her food brooke doesn't cook 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why the only reason I was like, huh, I was skeptical. I was the only reason I was skeptical. I was like, but then I, but when she said there was no seasoning on it, that's when she got me again. Cause I was like, oh, of course, Brooke doesn't cook. So of course she made horrible chicken. No, totally. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was really funny. And again, it almost wasn't Silky's choice to close. So in some ways I don't want to falter for like not being no, the strongest yeah. closer. Um, yeah. But I can see why Victoria wanted to. Cause she had that, she had that energy in her. Such a strong interaction. Yeah. But it was great. I thought Silky was good. I do think Rita was a little funnier um but maybe it's just because she i was, was laughing your so hard at victoria she i really i really liked victoria i still think i think victoria was the funniest then rita but i think the only reason i think i didn't think silky was as funny because i was enjoying victoria so much so maybe maybe i have blinders maybe See, i have blinders the order on. the order it really does matter it does <laughs> it does, it does. Uh. <laughs> but let's get to the runways so we, our runway is Plaid Girls Club. What did you think of this runway? Would you have Would you have liked it? I love a good plaid dress moment. I think it was a really fun prompt. Um, it does feel a little more like British than Canadian when I think of like tartans. Again, to that like Vivian Westwood reference. It's kind of like really? the last um, last season on uh, season four of UK that punk episode where we saw a lot of the the plaid in that moment. It's kind oh, of, okay. you know what I mean? Like, I, I almost feel like I, I think lumberjack, culture, but then there's lumberjack culture. And so yeah. then there's that whole reference to play off of. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a fun theme. First we had Raja walk down the runway and something about the color combo loved the tartan, that kind of purple, um, purple yellow. plaid, just the yellow ex accent color with it. I was like, Whoa, where's this yellow coming from? Oh, see, I feel the opposite. I liked the purple with the yellow. It just, I don't know what it was. I don't know why mm. I, it like, it like grabbed my eyes in the wrong way. Oh, I see for me, uh, I remember the first time I saw purple and yellow, I think it was in the WAP video where she had yellow mm -hmm. in the front and purple the in the back. and stuff in the background. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, I kind of like this sort of color combo. So I think that's why I sort of really enjoyed it. But I thought it was a cute little outfit. Pretty purple. Yeah. Russia. Face Keeny moment. Cover it up. I don't love face keenies. I'm biased. I don't love a face keeny, but I did think she looked good. <laughs> From what you could see. <laughs> From what I could see. Face, oh, I just hate face keenies for some reason. I don't know it's why. It's covered up. A, like, it is a, I'm just not a fan. It's a lot. It's just like... Not a fan. It's giving uh, spring breakers. <laughs> ooh, I love spring breakers. Oh my god, speaking of, I have my little spring breakers thing right here. Uh, Patreon. Uh, <laughs> so then we move on to Vanity, who has yeah. a Clueless reference, where she is Dion from Clueless. Loved. Loved. Great. I think it's fun. I think it's fun when the queens do a reference. I love when, like, everyone oh, yeah. instantly recognizes it. The clothes do the talking for you. You already know what they're doing. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's clearly, like, what her brain instantly thought of when she thought plaid. And so it's fun when you get to learn a little bit more about the girls. And Brad liked the chunky heel she was wearing. I literally thought of you immediately the moment he said, I love the chunky heel. We're seeing it all in fashion right now. I wanted them to pan to Brooklyn just to watch her be like seething. Seething. It's like, seething. see what one annual year will do you. I was ahead of my time. I was ahead you of my were. time. You were. You were much ahead of your time. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I loved the reference. And Dion was such like an important character in the nineties because she was like, she was a black rich woman who wasn't like a stereotype, you know, she was just mm -hmm. like beautiful and gorgeous. So I feel like that's a super important character to portray. So I thought it was great. I thought, and she looked beautiful and it's hard for vanity to not look beautiful, but she looked As beautiful. If. Yeah, no, she looked great. So good. So great. Uh, Rita. I wrote, it's so Rita. <laughs> really? I thought she looked pretty. <laughs> okay, like, I love you, Juice, but I never knew you were such a Rita stan. I love Rita. Sorry. I think it's because she was on my season. I'm I blinded. I coming out of nowhere. Like, I feel really? like up until this point, oh. you've, been, like, you've been, like, neutral on Rita. No. Well, I liked her in this episode. I thought she looked really pretty. I thought she was really funny. <laughs> I love her. her dick in this episode. No, sister dick makes you sick. Um, <laughs> maybe Rita. <laughs> but maybe Rita. No, I just thought, I thought she looked really pretty. I really liked it. She did look younger. I don't know. I was a fan. <laughs> I, okay, here's the thing. In theory, loved it. Okay. There were just like, um, what was it? What was it? Maybe it was the color combos, because wasn't it pink and purple? 
like pink it was pink with like maroons like pink with like darker pinks i could have sworn it was like more of like a purple belt or something it just really felt um like two saturated colors next to each other where i kind of wanted one of them to be a little more like nuanced if that makes sense yes no wait you know what overall i think i okay here's the thing by me writing it's so rita is a compliment like i love when a queen has it's an energy so rita because that is a lot of work to come up with like a look a vibe and then that just be like it just becomes synonymous with like your persona that's that's actually harder said than done so in many ways i love that i can like i, I can see her essence in the look okay i'm looking at it again and it's a little top heavy thank you it's a little top heavy you're right you're thank you juice uh <laughs> Thank you. I am looking at it again. It is a little top heavy. Yes. Okay. So it is a bit much at the neck. Maybe without the bow and showing a little bit more cl- clavicle. Decolletage. Would make her t- decolletage would be better. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> Dickmatized. Dickmatized. And the way she delivered it on the runway, I thought was funny. But Twas I digress. Was really cute. Now, what silky. Oh, silky, silk, silk. Um, this look, oh, why am I blinking? What did she wear again? What was her look again? The meet and greet look. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brooke called yeah. it a meet and greet look. It was a meet the, and greet look. It's a meet and greet look. She wore a mystique with a mystique fabric belt in the same fabric around it. Like, yeah. it was a meet and greet look. This I mean, one's fine. To me, and, like, I don't want to be, like, super shady, but it's okay when, like, not every wig has to fit you like custom perfect, but when she was listening to the girls defend themselves, that wig was going south. When she was looked, when she was looking from the side, it was as if that it just wasn't the right size for her head from any angle. Yeah, it looked like it was just desperately trying to jump off of her head. <laughs> Literally, it was just like was I want to leave. It was ISIS. <laughs> it was ISIS trying to get off of the runway. She was just like, I am done. I want to leave. I want to get out of here. <laughs> I'm done trying. I'm done trying to stay on this head. Um, but I mean, she didn't look bad. It just looked compared to what everybody else wore. It just felt a little flat. You know? Yes. I actually, right? I found it interesting because it was one of those first times where Brooke was giving a bit of um, like judge, judge, like harsher critiquing, like as one of the head judges on the show, like as she should, yeah. I felt up until this point, it's been easy for Brooke because it's a lot of compliments going Silky's way but this is one of those moments where it's like we have to talk about it this isn't the best look ever and Silky was very just giving her niche her response oh, she was pissed she, she was pressed. not happy to hear it not she was like she was like meet and greet yeah meet and greet she was pissed yeah. but I mean although but Silky's looks up, up till now have been beautiful True. right they've been gorgeous and this and again this one wasn't bad it just was I mean, great look. It's like it looked like the it looked like a plaid themed night, and her costume for the plaid number was still in the bag, and she was just doing the meet and greet before the show. Yeah. Um, but you know who was on stage? Victoria Scone. Victoria Scone. That's an outfit. It was really interesting silhouette. It was mm-hmm. really cool. And am I getting the inspiration correct? It's an homage to when they would wear their father's suits so it's like a little kid wearing an oversized yeah suit okay thought so i think that's what that that's what she said I that's, that's really cute said. because at first i was like i actually saw pictures of it online before i watched the episode and i remember just thinking what a strange silhouette but then once it was actually kind of broken down for me loved it i thought it was a when I first saw because I saw it before too, and you're more the fashiony person, so I th- I may just be talking up my ass, but I thought it was like uh, a sort of come de garçon reference. How he did that, like, do, are, am, am I right? Shoes. Did I get it right? Yeah. Period. Period. Periodic table, bitch. <laughs> so remember how he did those like kind of like cutout things where it was like being an oversized. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of a reference to that. <laughs> Giving a fashion girl. I love Period. how excited you got. <laughs> Your whole body energy. You're like, I was like, I'm a fashion girl now. I'm you a literally fashion said, girl. I let Chosky from here on out. Yeah, suck it, fashion girlies. It's yeah, it's me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's no, what I, I totally, kind of thought it was. I totally see it. I totally see it. But I also know where she took it, where it was completely original. 
And I think that's mm-hmm. very exciting. Just like there's something there's something here when you see a girl like when you learn a bit about the queen. That's what I love a look. It's like again with Vanity choosing her reference when it came to plaid. It's cool to see what jumps into a queen's head mm-hmm. and then they distill it into an incredibly like dis- bespoke garment. That was very No, cool. we didn't do this at the beginning, but what would you have worn? Oh my god. I know. I probably Oh, I would definitely like See, this is the thing. Did we see Kendall's look? Did that did she post it on? Oh. Beautiful. So that was made by my partner. <gasps> and he did such an amazing job. Really? And I feel and I feel like I would rock something like that. So we were inspired by a Zach Posen silhouette. And then it was my idea to play with scale of the plaid. So I don't oh. know if you noticed, but on the bodice, it's actually a smaller tartan. It's the mm. same colors, but it's actually, um, I think it's double the scale in the skirt. So it just plays with proportion. It's really sculptural. And when he finished, I was like, you best be making me something like that. <laughs> it's. Vi- I was going to say, now that I'm thinking about it, it's very Cynthia energy. Well, right. It's We were all yeah. about tailoring when we were on the show. Vincent made a, a ton of my pieces for my season and so we really learned from how things translate on tv and and how to kind of make things a second round ago it was it was so cool and kendall's been getting a ton of praise people are calling it like one of the best looks she's ever worn so props yeah, to she my partner vincent he killed it vincent snaps for vincent i, I love know. that right <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully next time I see Vincent, I can tell him what a great job he did and he won't be angry at someone. <laughs> I know. Every time you run into him. Every time I run into Vincent, he's mad. Um, well, that was DragCon, right? That was just so stressful. Well, no, DragCon, and then you were moving in to your new place. <laughs> so I saw him at DragCon stressed out, and then I saw him moving into a new place with movers, and then I saw him when he was trying to figure out your internet. I have never seen Vincent in a good day. <laughs> never a good, on a good day. <laughs> never on a good day. One day, <laughs> he's going to be really happy, and I'm going to be like, so nice to meet you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's nice to meet the real you. <laughs> Not the, watch, next time I see him, he'll like stub his toe, and I'm like, we just can't meet. Juicy's not normally like this. It's just you. It's you. you. <laughs> but yeah, so I, think, I think I think that's what I would wear. Something similar I love to that. what Kendall rocked. I think I would do very like um like you know those like Chanel suits? Yes. You know, where they're like the little skirt with like the the shoulder and they're almost like a the plaid is almost like a carpet. Yep. Like, like a boucle fabric. Yeah, I think I would do something like that. Cute. Right? Right with a little like shrug jacket and like a or some shit and you know how they're they're edged with kind of like a little bit of like a fringe yeah in a way like i would almost make it like puffier on you and like like accentuate it like drag it out a little bit that'd be so cute yeah and wear something that isn't just like a flat hair that sits on the side of my head like maybe something styled maybe something with some life to it (laughs) (laughs) not just two sad pieces of hair touching my cheeks um (laughs) Which hair are you making fun of? All of them. <laughs> Did you not like your hair the first time around? No, I mean, like, all the hair that I wear now is... I only wear human hairs to perform in now. Right. So I feel like all I wear is middle part mermaid wave hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were to ever go back on the show and that's all I brought, I feel like they'd be like, juice, hairspray, teasing. <laughs> would you, you would style a couple units for the show, Yes, though. I would style a bunch okay, of them. Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get ready. You never know when they're going to call. You never know, Diva. You never know. Now that I've, she's a fashion girl. Now that she's a fashion girl. Well, I have all off. of these wigs that I never got to wear on TV that I could just bring. So. <laughs> but did you do the thing where you posted your looks after? You did that, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I, pro- I probably wouldn't. Honest to God, I may bring some. If I get called back, I'd probably bring some of them and just be like, just to have it. You know, they Why still not? some of them still fit some still fit well the wig's always gonna fit oh i'm at the outfits oh okay i was like has your head gotten bigger i was like yeah my head got bigger it's like my ass got fatter and so did my scalp um but we find out (laughs) we find out our our top two of the week are victoria scone and silky nutmeg ganache and our bottom two are raja and vanity now clearly you don't agree with this because you you would have thought rita all the way why? <laughs> so you I thought biased. Rita was somewhere in there, but I was biased. Yeah. But we, but it's, it's the same top two as last week. I was like, let's switch it up, Divas. But 
yeah. you know, I digress. I honestly think now, like, hearing your take on it, like, how excited you got um, because you got a crush on Rita, like, I really, <laughs> I see where you're coming from. And she actually did a really good job. She did a good job! <laughs> she did a really good job. So why But is so it- did Silky and Victoria. Yeah. Maybe it was last week. I think I was a little more confused. This week it felt like, even though it was the same top two, almost more deserving of it. Um, and then yeah. the lip sync itself, it was Victoria's this time. Like, what she had on that outfit, her, like, hair, the way it, like, kind of whipped up to the sky. And she started pulling off her finger, or her, excuse me, her nails, her long, long drag nails to Ugh. imply, like, finger blasting. Like, it was, yes. it was hilarious. Like, it really was... It was a whole moment, and she is letting us know she knows how to do the splits, and she's she's, not to show she's, it. she's doing them again and again, again and again. And again. But honey, she said these knees, divas. If you could do the splits, wouldn't you just be doing it every single day? Oh, I would do them every number. If I could do the splits, I would never stop. I'm so close. I think I'm gonna be so close my entire life, but I really feel it. Like I feel like I'm like I'm on like I'm so close to doing my splits. I think I'm gonna do journey to having more flexible legs starting January. Do you know what actually we used to Wait. call when Brooklyn would perform uh in Toronto? Yeah. And she would do like I remember I forget who it was, but when she would do um like she would do like eight shows a night mm-hmm. for like ten days in a row. Um her friends would call it the splits again tour. Because she would just find any excuse to fall into the splits like two or three times in a number. <laughs> a number? Not a number, but like a number for for Toronto is like four songs. Fair. You do, feel you, yeah. Feel you, so, feel you. she, so you've really got to fill that time. So she would fall into the splits. So they called it the splits again tour. She would just oh keep falling God. into the splits. I love it. I want but you Brooklyn, to go on a, 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 what is it? A mobility journey. So you want to I'm going to do a mobility. mobility journey. Yes, I want to increase my mobility. But one more thing about Brooklyn splits, because I'm such a fan, is Brooklyn does this one split that I've never seen anybody else do in my life. Yeah. And what she does is she jumps up, falls into a middle split. So for those of you, so it's like one leg goes east, one leg goes west. Mm-hmm. And as she goes down, she does a hair flip. And it makes my whole body convulse. My pussy tightens. My yeah. whole loosens. Everything about me gets excited. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I haven't seen her do it in so long that if I saw her do it again, I would be like, ah, throw my wallet, knock her out dead. You know? It's incredible. It's so good. Anyways. It means like she has like really like flexible legs, but she also has a, like a flexible spine. Like she can also like completely isolate a whole different part of her body. Like, cause that's a lot of like, so much movement training going on right there so it, it's always such a treat to watch her just basically kind of like effortlessly float around the stage it's it's quite fun i hate her so much we hate her, <laughs> I hate her. she burns in hell yeah. <laughs> uh so victoria wins as she should mm-hmm. she dominates the lip sync and then what happens Dominance. another big gag oh my god well here's the thing and even i was wondering as we had um, Isis leave midway through the episode it was like are we still getting rid of a queen like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and up at this point we're still going on like it's a normal episode Victoria has the lipstick she has the lipstick in her chest lipstick I don't know why I said it lipstick 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 she has the lipstick and she's about to reveal and Brooke goes no she goes shut up everyone's going home <laughs> everyone's going home you all and she, suck and then she went into the splits and flipped her hair no she, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, juice's butthole collapsed just just prolapsed prolapsed she all said, the way to the floor she Sorry. said stop what you're doing i don't even want to read that lipstick no one is going home and it was a double save for quite frankly the first time on a canadian version of the show i feel like we've never seen a double save uh, no, um, I was really hoping my episode would have been one, but, uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are, girl. Couple years later. Couple years later, doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's our, first, it's our first Canadian double save with Eight. no Canadians. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. There we are. Hmm. There, there we are. are. Here we are. But I will say now I'm going to get my moment where we get to see who they were going to send home. Oh, totally. And then that one really means like, 
Who do you think she had? Let's make a guess for next week. Who do out of Vanity and Raja? I'll bet you a chocolate bar. Chocolate bar? I don't know. If you win, I'll get you a chocolate bar next time I see you. Oh, I thought you said, I bet it's chocolate bar as if like you've nicknamed one of them chocolate bar. And I was no, like, no, 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 no. If what? you win, if you, if you get, if I right, win, you'll buy me a chocolate bar. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. what? No, no, Um, no. okay. So going, okay. So vanity versus, okay. So, and so it was vanity and Raja and Victoria won. Mm-hmm. She picked Raja. You think? Yeah. I yeah. Think so too. Yeah. Because it's been all about representation this whole time. It's a lot of, it's, it's, it has been about who's been doing better, but a lot of people have been talking about representation and why they should stay and why they represent someone, mm-hmm. why they need to stay there. And they've been going with that decision with representation on a TV show. And I feel like Victoria really pulled at that or got our vanity really pulled at that with Victoria and said like, I am here because I need to represent English black queens getting opportunities and they need to see me here. And I feel like that really did help her. And I know they, she did say that vanity didn't do as well as Raja, but I still think she would have went with the representation thing. So I think she has Raja's lipstick, all of that for me to say that. I love it. What about you? I I kind of agree. Um, based off of like, perhaps like Brits looking out for Brits. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say she had vanity. So if I could get a chocolate bar, you just want a chocolate bar. <laughs> you just, you're just like, I just really want a chocolate bar. What chocolate bar do you want? Oh my God. Twix. Oh, you're a Twix fan. What about you? Oh, arrow. I like arrows. Ew. Yeah, I like arrow bars. I the chocolate those. bar filled with air. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> you're so boring. <laughs> I love an arrow bar or Mars. You Mars like bar. You like a chocolate bar that's fifty percent empty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm really watching my sugar intake. <laughs> oh fuck you. <laughs> you don't like arrow bars? They're really good. I feel like I'm never I... patient enough to have it melt on my tongue. I always chew oh, it. Oh, see, it. I put it there and I let it melt. <laughs> I like I like my my top three are Arrow Bars, Mars Bars, and Three Musketeers. Oh, okay. I love a Three Musketeers. I can get yeah. down with your two other choices, just not Arrow. What about you? Your Twix, Twix, Wonder Bar, oh, and a Mr. Big Bar. Oh, you love a nougat. You love yep. a nougat. Yeah, you I'm love size queen. <laughs> you love a big chocolate bar with lots of nuts. Um. <laughs> But speaking of nuts, let's get to our question this week. This one is from Chelsea. If that Chelsea. really is your name. <laughs> it's from Chelsea. My bad. My bad. It's from Chelsea. Let's give that one a listen. Hey, Cynthia and Juicebox. So my question is regarding drag. Um, I'm a woman, if you couldn't tell, and I want to maybe start drag. And I wanted to know if there's any tips you would give um regarding doing that and how to really start and be good and do well thank you i love you guys so much um cynthia your snatch game i die but yeah thank you guys love that oh so we cute. love ashley or, what did I say chelsea ashley. We, we love chelsea we love chelsea i started <laughs> the wrong submission chelsea yeah. chelsea 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 so cute um Well, I always say my advice is always to look for any sort of like amateur night, open night where like anyone is welcome to just try it. And then if you start to take your, you know, get your sea legs, like you've performed a few times, try and enter a competition in your city because both of those things will really force yourself to get better at the craft. And you'll also meet a lot of people who are also in the same boat. They're just starting out. And then you learn from each other and then also make friends with some of the season queens in your city. Because I, I find it flattering when someone asks me like how I little tricks and tips and stuff like that. Like I find it flattering. Some queens get territorial about that stuff, but um, not, not most. So it's, those would be my, my piece of advice. Um, I would say, first of all, I know you said like, I'm a woman. How could I start drag? I think first, throw that kind of away it doesn't matter man woman gender non-conforming trans not trans it, it doesn't matter anybody can do drag so don't let that be something that kind of always sits in the back of your mind there's always going to be somebody that says something but fuck them they're stupid um exactly 
And then I would say, you know what is like, I think something that really does help and not a lot of people do anymore is try to get a drag family. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. what my drag daughter did at Tiffany box is she went to all of my shows, every single one, no matter what. One of the first things I said to her was, don't you have friends? Why aren't you with your friends? And she was just like, I want to see you. And I was just like, go, go find friends. Like, I don't understand this. So go, if, if there's someone who you really want to learn from, go to their shows, support them, start to, what she would do, she would make my CDs. She would carry my bags. Be careful. Sometimes you can get taken advantage of by, you know, the wrong person. But if you find the right person you really vibe with, you really enjoy them, then eventually ask them, be like, you know, will you be my drag mother? Will you help me out with this? And if you click and you vibe, they may be able to help you. So that's another thing if you want to kind of go the family route or the other route is just practice, 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 do open nights and, you know, eventually find, find your way there. Oh, another thing, record yourself. Yeah. Find somebody to record you and rewatch that because I find a lot of the times you're going to be up there. You're going to think that you are absolutely slaying it. You're going to watch that back and be like, Ooh, I got to fix this, 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 and this, you know? So rewatching yourself a lot helps. Don't you find when some Queens just like, don't sit still. Oh, that's me. I can't sit still but for like one second. You still can command like a moment, like when you're taking off a glove or like, yeah, I've started to, but in my in my early years, I couldn't sit still. You were like, "Let's go, go!" I was like, go. "Let's Sonic fucking move!" The yeah, right. <laughs> I think that was because of the drinking, but yeah, I couldn't move. <laughs> There's a power of just commanding stillness and like between yes. moments of dance. But yeah, Chelsea, I hope all these, I hope all these little pieces of advice. Help. Oh, I actually learned stillness from Amara from Call Me Mother season two. She mm-hmm. taught me the beauty of stillness. She told, she came to me one day after I did a ballad and she kind of explained that to me and it helped a lot. Um, but that's our episode. What'd you think? I thought it was great. I thought, I think you're great. That was a little weird, but great. <laughs> that's going to stick with us. <laughs> some weird advice and some great, but whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? What? <laughs> but if you want to get in on the action, you can follow us on Instagram at semiqualifiedqueenspod, on Twitter at sqqpod, hashtag semiqualifiedquestions. And if you want to write in and email us, it's at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to hear your voice on the pod, just like little Miss Chelsea, you can go to speakpipe.com slash sqqpod. That's speakpipe.com slash sqqpod. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye, lovers. Bye.